Thank you for tuning in to our Restoration Life podcast. Don't forget to rate and review the message and share it out with your friends on social media. Can't wait for you to listen in next week. Hey, Restoration Life. It's so good to be here with you today. It's such an honor to lead such a dynamic church in times of crisis. You are fearless, and I'm encouraged by your fearlessness. Let me just encourage you today that God is with you. And if He is with you, then what can come against you? I also want to applaud our production team and our worship team and everything that they're doing. They're grinding day and night, making sure that you and I have the most dynamic online church experience. So let's just keep them in our prayers as they're working really hard. They're going the extra mile for you and I. But today I want to continue in our series, Faith Over Fear, because I believe that that's what the church needs today. It needs an increase in faith because these are fear-filled times. We understand that we're living in a different time today. And I think that we're living in a world that's grappling with a lot of unknowns. And there's a lot of fear that's being perpetuated by those unknowns. And so it's unfortunate that so many people are freaking out. Families are freaking out. Friends are freaking out. Kids, you know, don't know why they're they're home from, from school so early. But can we just thank God for all of our teachers and all the ladies and men that spend day and day out and, um, teaching our kids? Man, what a tremendous blessing they are. But let me just say that people are genuinely afraid. They're afraid for what's happening in their finances. They're afraid for what they see and hear that's happening at their jobs. I mean, in my daughter's job alone, uh, they let go of close to 20 people um, because of cuts that they need to make because of the lack of business. But I'm encouraged that God is going to see us all through this. And um, so many people are afraid uh, because of a loss of income, loss of investments. Uh, some people are afraid uh, of being locked out um, uh, of, of work and, and, and socializing with one another. And some people, believe it or not, are genuinely afraid of being locked in with people that they can't seem to get along with. Yes, their own family members even. Uh, but how many know that we serve a God of peace? He is a God of peace. And his word reminds us in John chapter 14, verse 27. This is Jesus speaking. He says, I am leaving you with a gift of peace, peace of mind and peace of heart. And the peace that I give you is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. I'm also reminded of what Paul the Apostle wrote to his son Timothy. He said this, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but He's given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Let me just declare to you today that a sound mind is a mind that's at peace. And how do we have that kind of peace today? We have that power um, through His Spirit. It's His power and His love working in us. And that's how we get to have a sound mind. And so today, I'd like to talk to you about staying fearless in a fear-filled world. I'd, I'd like to ask you to just bow your head and pray with me for just a moment as I declare a word of faith and prayer over our, all of our lives. Father, we come to you with all the fears that we've accumulated throughout the course of this pandemic. And Jesus, we pray for your promises to overflow 
as we talk in faith, as we walk in faith, as we live and serve as fearless sons and daughters of the Most High God. And we pray, God, that as we pursue your promises, God, that you will see us through the storm that we're in. And Father, we just thank you for this time. And we pray and we ask you for all of this in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, come on, amen. Now the world has given us a lot of reasons to justify living in this tormenting fear. All the unknowns that are ahead of us and all the uncertainties of the future can be very intimidating in times like this. The recent international pandemic has caused anxiety and fear to run rampant across the world, affecting everyone. Literally everyone globally has been affected by what's going on right now. The likes of which I've never seen in my lifetime, and I've been here for half a century. Let me remind you of what 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 says. He says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Today, with the help of God's Holy Spirit and His living word, I want to encourage you in the promises of God that we can live in peace, the kind of peace that only God can provide for such a time as this. So here's my first point. A peace-filled mind over fearful matters is important. Let me say that again. A peace-filled mind over fearful matters. A mind of peace over matters of fear. The Bible promises that God will keep you and I in perfect peace when you keep God on your mind. Listen to this. Isaiah 26 and 3 says this, says you will keep in perfect peace all those who trust in you, all those whose thoughts are fixed on you. You know what we need to do is we need to get our thoughts off of what social media is saying. We need to get our thoughts off of what the world is saying and we need to get our thoughts fixed on what God is saying. He says you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. There's something powerful about our minds being fixed on the promises of God. The mind affects the body, but the body also affects the mind. When a person reacts in fear, what happens is anxiety starts to rise up. Worry and stress start to take place and the body literally secretes chemicals that prepare it to die rather than trying to help it to live. If a person feels sorrow or joy, specific cells in the body respond to those emotions. Information about what's going on around a person enters the body through the senses. And what I want you to hear right now is that our minds need to be at peace. Your mind needs to be at peace because we can't make good decisions when our minds are not at peace. If our minds are filled with fear, we are going to make fear-filled decisions. But if, we are, if our minds are at peace, we are gonna make decisions that are perpetuated by a peacefulness that only comes from God the Father. So I'd like to encourage some of you this morning. Let me just encourage some of the young people here this, today that I know that it's, it, it, it's a little bit difficult to be locked up with mom and dad and your siblings. 
Let me encourage you to be a blessing to your mom and dad today. Let me encourage you to be a blessing to your siblings. These are stressful times and our homes don't need to be stress filled. It needs to be stress less, right? So keep your rooms clean. Help out wherever you can. I know that you wanna be on your social media during this time of quarantine, but I wanna encourage you not to be socially distanced from your mom and dad, not to be socially distanced from your family. In fact, I believe that God is gonna bring us back together in this season with all the distractions, with all the technology, with everything that we have at our fingertips to, to basically propel us into other parts of the world. I feel like God wants us to be intimate with one another again. I feel like God wants us to be intimate with, with our families, with our children, to spend quality time with them in reading his living word and worshiping and praying together and fellowshipping with one another and barbecuing and playing. We, we, we might not be able to do a lot with a bunch of other people, but guess what? We could do a lot with one another. And so I wanna encourage all the young people, help mom and dad out, be an encouragement. I know that these are stressful times, but we can help de-stress the, the situation and circumstance. What some might see as a limitation, we see as an invitation to a divine opportunity. Let me say that again. What some might see as a limitation, we see as an invitation to a divine opportunity to do things that we haven't been able to do for such a long time together. Your biggest fear carries within you your biggest opportunity to grow. And I wanna look at this from a different perspective. This is not a limitation, but an opportunity to slow down and to reconnect with one another, to reconnect with loved ones. But what we need to do, as what our coach would say, is get your head in the game. That means to remove everything that's distracting you and focus on what's important right now. Focus on what's important right now. Romans 12 and 2 says this, Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So listen, a renewed mind has been overcome or has not been overcome with stress. A renewed mind isn't anxious about anything because it's been renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit. A renewed mind has made itself subject to the obedience of God's truth in God's word that is filled with God's promises and God's peace. When the storms of life come, and they will, or when one is chronically stressed out, worried, anxious, or depressed, the ultimate root of all of this is fear. Paul writes to the church in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. He says, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought. Come on, you got to take captive every thought of anxiety, every thought of fear, every thought that would cause you to be in a state of fearfulness so that you can make it subject to the, to the word of God, to the promises of God, so that the peace of God can rule and reign inside of your minds. It's been said that faith is the currency of heaven and fear is the currency of hell. Jesus asks the question in Matthew 8, 26. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? What you need to know is that 
fear is a feeling of anxiety and agitation caused by the presence of real or even imagined danger. Fear is not a disease. It is the process of negative thinking backed by a demonic principality of fear. Let me remind you that God said, I've not given you a spirit of fear. So if he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, um, who has or what has? If God doesn't give us that spirit, then who did and why? I can answer that for you. I believe that Satan is at work causing fear, a crippling fear that's trying to bury your faith. But God hasn't given you that spirit. He hasn't given you that emotion. Um, he hasn't given you that feeling. He's given you his Holy Spirit and his Holy Spirit gives us power to what? To self-control, to have our minds at peace. That's what perfect love does. It casts out fear. It, it has the power to cast out this demonic spirit of fear. It drives out fear and it establishes a dominion of peace that surpasses all understanding. Second John chapter 3 says this, Grace, mercy, and peace will be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and in love. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7 says, Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Verse 7, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Here's my point. A peace-filled mind, a mind that has the dominion of peace, peace that rules and reigns will con conquer every negative matter in life. Fear cannot exist where faith has dominion. Come on. Fear cannot exist where faith in God has dominion because where there's faith in God, there is a dominion of peace. Where there is a dominion of peace, it casts out all Fear. The reason Jesus wasn't afraid of man is because his faith was in his father and peace ruled in his heart. The reason Paul and Silas can sing in the darkest of dungeons uh, a, a, a song of praise and worship was because they were faith-filled and not fearful. They had peace that ruled their heart and I believe that that, 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 that peace um, expelled all fear. Someone sitting at home needs to hear this. Let your faith in God stir up the gift of peace that overcomes all understanding and every fear that's taunting you right now. They might be able to quarantine your flesh, but they cannot quarantine your faith. Come on, somebody. They cannot quarantine your peace. They cannot quarantine your love. They cannot quarantine the Spirit of God. I'm here to declare to you today that if God is with you and God is for you, who could be against you? I want to encourage you to let the peace of God and the love of God that is perfect to drive out all fear. Second thing, so here's mind over matter, a peaceful mind over fearful matters. Number two, you are a carrier. We are all carriers. First Thessalonians chapter one, verse two and three says, 
We always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly as we pray to our God and Father about you. We think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and your enduring hope because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen to that. Think of your faithful work, think of your loving deeds, and think of this enduring hope. Why did they have faith, love, and hope? They had that because they had God's peace. And God's peace came to them in the form of Jesus. The Bible continues to say in verse 5, For when we brought you the good news, it was not only with words, but with also with the demonstration of power. Now, unquestionably, the most talked about subject in the news today and most conversations today is a social distancing of six to 10 feet or more. Why? To stop the spread of COVID-19. We know that this virus is highly contagious, but perhaps more contagious than this virus in our world right now, what spread even faster than this virus was fear. Now, I want you to know that fear is contagious. Fear spreads quickly and it spreads faster than most think. And we are carriers that are highly contagious. The question that I have for all of our church family here today is, are you a carrier of fear or are you a carrier of faith? Are you a carrier of worry or are you a carrier of peace? Because you and I are carriers of God's glory. You and I are carriers of God's peace. You and I are carriers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you to carry faith, to carry hope, to carry hope, and to be contagious as you carry those things in order to see others come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Because your faith and peace in Christ can also be contagious. So my question to you today is, is what you're carrying worth catching? Come on. Is what you're carrying worth catching? First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 8 says, And now the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere and beyond Macedonia and Achaia. Uh, for wherever we go, we find people telling us about your faith in God. Their faith was contagious. Their love was contagious. They were carriers of God's love. They were carriers of God's glory. They were carriers of power. And it was demonstrated through their faith and love in Jesus Christ. You and I are carriers. You carry something. Or better yet, you're carrying someone. You and I carry Jesus within us. And this is a time that God is calling us to carry one another in love, to carry one another in peace, to carry one another as sharing one another's burdens. You're a carrier. That's what happens when people catch a passion for Jesus. What they have starts to spread. When Jesus raised a little girl from the dead, in Matthew chapter 9, verse 26, news of this spread through all that region. In Mark chapter 21, or I'm sorry, Mark chapter 1, verse 28, when Jesus cast out evil demonic spirits, the Bible says that news about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. God uses his disciples to do miracles. In Acts 6 and 7, the Bible says, so the word of God spread and the number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly. They were carriers 
of God's presence. They were carriers of God's miracle working power. You too are carriers of the glory of God. Why, did, why was this good news? And, and how did the gospel spread? It spread through faithful works, loving deeds, and enduring hope. That's what the Bible says in Thessalonians. It spread through faithful works, loving deeds, and enduring hope. If fear is contagious, so is faith. If fear is contagious, so is love. So is peace. I want to encourage you today to be carriers of faith, hope, love, and peace. You and I carry the presence of God. Let's be contagious in our Christianity. I don't know about you, but I'm a carrier of faith in Jesus and all of his promises. In closing, in these times, let's spread fearless faith. Let's continue to thrive in deeds of love and be givers of enduring hope. If anyone gets too close to you, they're going to catch whatever you're carrying. Because of Jesus, I'm full of faith and not fear. And I want them to catch the peace of Jesus. The only kind of peace that Jesus can give. Romans 8.15 says this. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father.